our guest on Lacrosse Talk on WIZM from Lacrosse County, uh, Clerk Jenny Dankmeyer, Professor Dankmeyer, with uh, more information on safe and secure elections, uh, at least under her jurisdiction. Jenny, good morning, and thanks for talking with us. Do you feel confident at the end of every election, at the end of the day, so to speak? that uh, La Crosse County voters are being counted legitimately and nobody's being left on the cutting room floor? Wait a minute. Well, security and integrity. And, you know, when they vote at the polls in La Crosse County, they can be assured that their vote's going to be counted. How often do voter rolls get cleaned? Um, voter rolls are cleaned up throughout the year. Um, at every at the after every general election, we do the full um, what they call the four year maintenance. So if you haven't voted in four years, they send you a postcard saying, "Hey, you haven't voted in four years. Do you want to remain registered at this address if you still live there?" Otherwise, throughout the year, our where we have the registered voters, they combine with Social Security Office, the Department of Corrections, the DMV, and they're constantly sharing information back and forth. So if someone is declared deceased. We get indicated that, and if there's a voter that matches that information, we get a flag that says, hey, check this out. Is this person the correct person that's marked deceased? They get marked deceased, and then they get removed from the poll book. The same thing if a felon, someone's declared a felon, we get the alert that this person's been declared a felon. They get marked as inactive on the poll book, and again, they're taken out. And that happens before we print the poll books before every election. Um, There's the movers postcards that are sent out multiple times a year that says, hey, we have something that says you may have moved. Is this true or not? So they're cleaned up throughout the year. There's the major cleanups after the general election. So the, the poll, poll books here in La Crosse County and the state of Wisconsin are up to date. How I'm, I'm curious, especially with the, uh, uh, the, the times that trigger sending a postcard to a voter. You haven't voted in four years or we got a thing that says you may have moved. Then, then do, how long do you wait uh, for the mail to bring back an answer uh, before you simply scratch that name off the voter rolls? They have 30 days to respond to that. Okay. Um, so 30 days, they get the postcard. If they respond, remain on the rolls, then they remain on it. If we don't hear back to them, then we update that. But per the postcard, you know, we didn't get a response. That way we know why they're marked the way All right. So then uh, in 30 days, if you haven't voted in four years and you decide for whatever reason that you're going to vote this time and go to the polls and you're not on the, the uh, poll book, you shouldn't think that it's nefarious. It's just that you've you haven't voted in a long time, so they just need you need to re-register. Is that correct? That is correct. So anytime okay. something happens where you get taken off the poll book or your name's not on it, we still have voter registration on election day. So the voter just needs to register to vote. They're still able to vote on election day. In person, voter ID, thirty days ahead, uh, a person absentee voting, easy peasy. I got that text from a listener. It, it, can it be easy peasy for people to vote? Yes, there's there's in-person absentee voting, there's absentee voting by mail, and then there's voting on election day. So so it is easy to vote. There's, I mean, if you vote absentee and have a ballot mailed to your house, you don't even have to leave your house. The mail's delivered right to your house. The clerks put a return postage stamp on that ballot. You just need to mark it, have a witness sign it, send it back to the clerk, and your ballot will be counted on election day. So... You know, in theory, you don't even need to leave your house to be able to cast a ballot. Don't you also have to then uh, send, or maybe just the uh, the, uh, the witness is, the, is enough, but don't you also have to send a, a copy of your ID, a driver's license, or something to prove you are who you are? 
That all needs to be done before they actually send you the absentee ballot. So when oh, you request the absentee oh. ballot, we need to make sure we'll check that you have a photo ID on file. We'll check to make sure that you're registered to vote. So all that stuff is going to be in line before we'll even send you that absentee ballot. Is the website? Are you confident that the website myvote.wi.gov is active and secure and correct? I don't run that website, so I can either say here nor there on that one. Um, that website, when I go to it to look up information, is correct and up okay. to date. Is there glitches in it? That's a possibility. Sure. But anytime I've gone on to it to look at my information, it's always been correct and up to date. The voting machines, the ballot counting machines, uh, we talked a little about this yesterday with uh, listeners and and some who have experienced uh, the machines uh, that are not they're not online 24/7. In fact, uh, one uh, texter said, "I am of I'm a poll worker in Madari. The machines are not online until it's at eight o'clock or whenever they're ready to ship you all the voter election results. They go online, they hit send, then they go offline. So uh, explain to people how difficult it might be to intercept and change any of those votes before you get them." Yeah, that's correct. These machines are not connected to the Internet. Um, what we use to send those files from those machines to the, the county clerk's office is a secure private network that we pay for. So the modems get turned on at the end of the night. The clerks cannot turn those modems on throughout the day. It's set up where they only can turn on at the end of the day when you set the begin modem process. They turn on, the, the results are sent, they shut down immediately afterwards. So could someone potentially... If they're online and hacked into that machine at that exact second that that clerk is sending this file, because these files are sent in probably five seconds or less, you know, grab that file, unencrypt it, change the results, re-encrypt it, and then send it through, and my software and security network is not going to assume that anything is done with that and not going to catch anything. Does your software then see stuff? If somebody tried to do that but didn't do it fast enough, you'll notice? They'll notice that something was changed. The encryption or something gets changed on it. The uh. software we have will be able to say that something's not right on this, and it won't even accept the file. How do you feel so, about drop boxes? How safe and secure are they? Um, drop boxes that are at the municipal halls, village halls, town halls, I think are safe and secure, and I think they're a necessity for people. You know, the, the city halls, they're open you know, five days a week, all day. The town halls out in the middle of nowhere, that you know, some of them don't even have set town halls. Hours. So you have to depend on the post office to be able to get your ballot back. So if you have a drop box, this is a secure way to return your ballot to your municipal clerk's office in the hours when the clerk isn't there. And like I said, some town halls don't have set hours at all, so that clerk is never there unless it's absentee voting hours in the fall. So, you know, I think when it's done properly and you have seals and you have cameras on that and you're attached to the building so they can't be stolen, you know, drop boxes are a good method of being able to return your absentee ballot. And they're more difficult to hack or to stuff. You can't take a, you know, a, a, a big box of ballots to a drop box in the middle of nowhere and stuff them all in that ballot box? Well, first of all, you'd have to be able to get the ballots. I don't know where you'd get your hands on ballots. Our machines only read certain ballots right. coded the way they need to be, so you'd oh. have to get your hand on that ballot. Then you'd have to get your hand on all the absentee certificate envelopes that are only assigned to voters. So if you're stuffing this ballot with absentee certificate envelopes for re voters that never request an absentee ballot, that's going to be flagged for us, and we're going to start to look into that. So the being able to stuff these ballot boxes with absentee ballots, it's kind of... I'm not going to say impossible, but that would be really tough to do because you got to get your hand on the ballots and you got to get your hand on all the absentee certificate envelopes. 
and then find the voters in that municipality who requested absentee ballots and fill one out for them. Even if two absentee ballots come back for one voter, it's going to cause a red flag for that municipal clerk, and we're going to go and investigate it. So it, it's something that's very hard to do, and I'm not sure you know, why that theory is out there that people can go and get their hands on these ballots and stuff these drop boxes for absentee ballots. All right, and uh, it seems, somebody sent me a text, it sounds to me like uh, voting in this way, depending on electronics, uh, same way as filing your taxes electronically. If you're not worried about that, you shouldn't be worried about election. Is that fair? I think that's a fair statement. Jenny Denkmeyer, thank you so much for talking with us this morning. I do appreciate it. I know it's stuff that you've said a million times, and I'll probably have to call you back before uh, the next bunch of elections just to make sure people understand that at least in La Crosse County, we are, we're good to go. We're good to go.